Hi, welcome to the Fatherly Edition, a podcast by Tommaso Maggio, alongside with a cavalcade of Daddy. Join us! Hi everyone, welcome back to the Fatherly Edition, a podcast by me, Tommaso Maggio. Today, we are with Timothy. Thank you, Timothy, for being with us. Uh, Timothy is a career coach, a learning designer, who lives in uh, several parts of the world, from Vietnam, Singapore, now in Australia. And I have the opportunity to catch up with him a few weeks ago in the L&D community, where he is part of this group dedicated to parents, circle of parents. So, again, welcome here and... Can you briefly introduce yourself? Thank you, Tommaso. Uh, it's great to be here with you. And uh, I just want to say hi to those who are listening to the podcast. Uh, my name is Tim, as uh, Tommaso has mentioned. I work as a career coach and learning designer in a university. Um, so that's my full-time job. But I'm also a full-time husband and a full-time father. And uh, when I'm not working... I really enjoy spending time outdoor. So now I'm usually bringing my son to the park and uh, I also run a lot uh, during my free time. It's in a way, um, a, a way to keep me fit, but also um, making time for myself. Yep, and uh, I'm great, great to be here and uh, yeah, happy to share uh, with you, right? Um, what it's like um, being a father, uh, especially over the last uh, 20 months uh, where we have our, our son, Phil. Thank you. Thank you for the brief introduction. And tell me, how do you think you have been changing? How much you changed in the last 20 months? It is a different team. <laughs> oh, can you summarize, you know, briefly, a couple of things you notice that uh, still team, but somehow you're different? Wow, that's... That's a very, very big question, Tomaso. Um, it's definitely been a breathtaking experience and a journey since I become a father. Uh, definitely, it's really hard to summarize or put into words what it's like. Um, I would say that I'm still the same Tim in terms of my personality, what I enjoy doing, but I do think the most significant thing about being a father is an, a very intense sense of responsibility, which leads to uh, me having to make a decision, right? Whether to be scared and overwhelmed by this new responsibility or to make a decision to show up every day um, in this new role as a as a father and of course as a husband, um, and I think it's a constant journey that I have been going through over the last twenty years. So there are I call it mountains experience and then valleys, right and. Uh, yeah, that's just 
a lot that has happened the last 20, uh, 20 months. It seems 20 like years, but just 20 months, right? Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's definitely life-changing. And I felt like now, as I'm here speaking to you, mm -hmm. uh, I felt like I'm in a much better version as compared to, you know, the team uh, before, you know, being a father. That's a, is a wonderful to hear that. So another thing that uh, is good that you say that the, you take time for care yourself, but take care of yourself. Mm. Because uh, one of my next questions will be how you balance work and private life, life with your kid. So uh, one thing you say is that you decide to start running. Maybe you run before, maybe you run more now. So, but mm. like you find the time anyway to keep yourself somehow safe, healthy, so even five mm -hmm. minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's a very good point that you bring up. Um, I think being a father means I don't have a lot of time for myself, right? And as a working parent, I think definitely it's harder because you have a job. And you have um, responsibilities at home and then, you know, with other commitment that we have. And so I went through a process of kind of reflecting and thinking about what's most important to me. So for example, I, I used to play ultimate frisbee. Um, and also I used to go surfing in the beach because I love water and those give me a lot of energy and enjoy and uh, fill me up um, a lot. But since becoming a dad, um, it's just impossible, right? To take two or three hours um, just out of your normal day um, to go and, and play, especially in the first few months when we have our son. And so I have to rethink about, you know, okay, since I can't do that, what else can I do that fill me up? And running, it's just... A very simple sport right uh put on your shoes and then you can do it anytime anywhere and uh, that's how i started uh and then along the way i got a bit more competitive so i i got a coach and i have my training yeah i have a training plan um and i i've been going for you know some races and again this is just another way of me wanting to still pursue something that's challenging that's difficult and while um you know maintaining my health and fitness uh, so that i can serve my family and i can serve uh, other people fantastic yes uh, i was discussing with the other father and what we say is again so we really need to keep in mind that to keep our family together we need to keep ourselves together so we really need to find time mm -hmm. for the self if not it's like the an airplane going down if you don't put the mask first, you cannot help anybody else. They're the same. So you need mm -hmm. to find your own spot. That can be one minute a day, 10 minutes in a week, whatever. Or you run, somebody else, uh, maybe you go for a strong. So it's mm -hmm. important to find your own way. Now, And you think this idea of, not the idea, sorry, this, I was with one 
question in mind and another pop up. So I want to ask uh, the fact that you, uh, your case is particularly interesting for me because I can relate somehow because both are living us expat life. So mm. the way that we move from our country, living with another and then having children in a different culture. So the way you do parent today is something that has to do with how you grew up with your own parents. You see some common point, common traits that you can reflect and say, okay, that's, I do these things with my son because my parents did the same, or I still remember this somehow works for me. Well, yeah, I think because my cultural heritage is Vietnamese, right? And I think for Vietnamese um, family togetherness is very important. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think another aspect is respect for the elderly is very important. And definitely, so for me, as a as a as a father, I want my son to to be close to the grandparents. And I think it's also something that would help my son and then better with the Vietnamese culture and the language, right? Um, so interestingly, I also observed a couple of kids yep. who, whose parents also speak English. Uh, and the moment they know that the parents can speak English and also the other language, but they would always speak to the parent in English. And so in a way, connecting the children to the grandparents, it's, it's, it's kind of like a hack of pushing them to, to speak more of the, the native language. Um, so that's something that we, we try to keep, which is, uh, the value of being close to family. And then because I've been living so-called overseas or away from where I was born for 15 years. And I think I have embraced and uh, learned or um, incorporate new um, mindset and new ways of life and ways of being um, into my parenting. So sure. an example is, yeah, I think being in Australia, um, there's just abundance of nature. And so I always enjoy bringing my son out for an adventure, whether cycling or exploring the park, or, you know, when, when summer comes, I'll definitely bring him to the beach and I want him to, to be close to nature. So that's something, again, I pick up, um, you know, in Australia where I live right now. Yeah. And I felt like at the moment, I don't have a fixated um, approach. I prefer experimenting and then see what's working. And sometimes we try, we try something and it's not working right. And, and that's okay. And you're learning, like, you, sorry, you are a learning designer by, yes. by background. <laughs> of course, you, know, you apply the same in your life. You know? Yes. Better. That's very much. Well, that's a good yeah. thing. And since you live for many years in those three countries, you see any different way of the 
how the the father role is being viewed in Vietnam or Singapore or in Australia. Mm, wow, well, that's. I mean, yeah, it's a broad question, that, of course. Yeah, from your perspective, yeah. what do you notice? Yeah, yeah, it's. It's a bit hard to generalize, right? And and yeah, in fact, ask just uh, your own personal. Yeah, yeah. In, interestingly, I think especially in the Vietnamese culture, I think the father role is somewhat distant mm-hmm. from the children. Um, so in the Vietnamese culture, or typically a lot of Asian culture, um, the traditional way is that the man is highly regarded in the family especially the father, right? With, you know, traditionally he's the breadwinner. So he bring back, you know, the money and, and, and provides for the family. And then the wife would then stay at home, take care of the family, right? But then there's somewhat a distance, quite a distance between the father and the children. Maybe because the father already quite tired coming home or, you know, I, I don't know what, uh, but maybe, um, between the father and the son, there's a, the expectation is there must be a lot of respect and reverence between the father and son, right? Whereby I feel in the Western world, um, the gap is somewhat, you know. Less for that. Maybe we can say yeah. less quality. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, and there's a lot more involvement in, 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 you know, in terms of the father, um, teaching, nurturing, guiding, coaching the son. Um, again, every family is different. Of course. But at least from, from living here for a few years, I, I, I can see that, um, at least for, from my circle, um, the fathers here are a lot more engaged, um, as compared to, you know, where I came from. Yes. Again, I can be I can be wrong because the new generations of fathers, right, seems yeah. to be more more engaged, more willing to to step in and take on, you know, the the shared role of parenting. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. My question was not just to stereotypes, just to ask you mm-hmm. your own uh, direct uh, experience. Now, of course, when you went in Vietnam. Yeah. You were not a dad at the time, of course, even your experience and the things you see at the time will be different when you go back now. If you go back now is for holiday with your son, that will be totally different the way you see parenting. Mm-hmm. I assume uh, I was 10 years ago, even if you go back to Singapore now, you see it with the different eyes. Man, man. I think I want to share this experience. Um, so growing up, I wasn't particularly close to my dad. So um, even though he's still around, but he's somewhat you know, absent mm-hmm. or um, didn't really play a significant role um, in my growing up years. Um, so, and, and I, I had, I would probably use the word grudges against, against my dad growing up. But then I think when I was 25, I decided to um, take a trip with him back to his hometown in the north of Vietnam. So I, my 
I grew up in the south of Vietnam, and that's for the first time I got to uh, see um, where he grew up uh, and all the people who who were important to to him. And one special day, I got to visit my grandmother's uh, tombstone, and on that on that um, tombstone was her her passing day, right? Uh, and that was my father's birthday. So she passed away uh, when giving birth, birth to my dad. And and so that reality kind of hit me. And then I realized that growing up, my dad also didn't have a lot of, you know, uh, people, um, you know, like, like family. And I became a bit more, I would say, empathetic towards my dad. And I realized that he has his own journey and he has tried his best. And so that's where I felt like I can let go and and start to appreciate him a bit more for who he is. Um, yeah, and then I think the second biggest change for me was, um, as I mentioned, I spent a lot of my time in Singapore during my 20s. And um, I'm lucky enough to, to have met uh, many mentors and also fatherly figure and they invited me back to their home have a meal with their family and that's kind of an eye-opening experience for me because that's for the first time I have a vision of what a healthy and loving family looks like and what what a father um, can do you know mm -hmm. in, in, in to be yeah a family yeah and be yeah and and that gave me a lot of hope. Um, and then when I have my own family, uh, as much as, you know, I'm still a work in progress, but I was very clear about the kind of family I want. And and that has been really, really helpful. Well, thank you for sharing such a personal uh, experience. Of course, I assume that everything you've done in the past, everything that happened in the past is somehow is building up your own vision, you know, is the structure you build the way you are now and the way you want to be, especially you want to be for your son. So mm -hmm. I assume that now, you know, at least, you know, what you don't want to do, what you want to mm -hmm. avoid. And that's, mm -hmm. it's already something important, you know, and say, okay, maybe I will try to avoid one, two, three. And then mm -hmm. the good things to do, there are thousands, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's important to have at least some main point that you hit already and you know what can drive you mm -hmm. to it. So that's... Can I, can I share with you one Please. thing I want to do? And so I know that as a father, I want to provide, you know, for my family. I want to protect my family. But at the same time, I want to play with my children. Uh, I want to be playful when I'm around them. I want to engage with them. I want to get to their level and involved with them because that's something I didn't have growing up. Um, and so I want to rewrite the script and I want to be playful and engaged dad. And uh, even though right now my, my son is going to daycare five days a week, but for the remaining time that we have, usually from 5 to 7 p.m. and also weekends, right? I try to make the most out of it. And uh, like 
few days ago, my wife and I uh, reflected on our time together and we kind of re-emphasize on the importance of being present when outside is at home. And the first thing we want to do is to keep the phone away. Right. And so the moment we, you know, I pick him up from daycare and come home, the first thing I do is put my phone in, in my work desk and then go out into the living room and spend time with him. So we, we, we try our best to be intentional. Uh, and again, we, we, we continue to learn and, and, and improve right, as we go. Fantastic. I think, thank you for sharing even this. It is that it's not just experience. There can be a tips for many others, no? Just move away your phone or whatever. Just try to finish. Other parents say, other fathers say, they try to finish the, their task and play around the time they can be with the kids. So they try to mm-hmm. not make any promise, but say to commit to something, no? Because mm-hmm. what you commit, you show that you are committed to something together. No? Mm-hmm. And that's what counts. At the end of the day, when they are grown up, they will remember this time more than what you yeah. expect. So it must be, as you say, basically quality time. Yeah. And you, you don't share all your goal, but I assume one of your goal is bring your son with you at the marathon one day. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, I think that that will be definitely yeah, uh, a goal that I, I want to. Um, so this sparked another conversation I had with another dad, and it kind of somewhat linked to the struggle I had, particularly in the first six months mm-hmm. um, of be, being a, a dad. I and I share this on on LinkedIn as well. Um, the first few months was was so. You know, there's a honeymoon period where everything was great, right? And I felt like, yes, I'm ready. Um, I'm I'm ready to concur. I'm ready to, to be the best dad ever. And then the jaws start to kick in, the the crying at, at night, the sleep deprived. So everything started. To, yes, yes. And and I think I was at that point grieving for the loss of freedom that I used to have. Right. And and not a lot of people talk about it, and I felt it very much. And deep down, I just felt like I'm sacrificing, I'm losing myself in order to take care of this being, right, or this this uh, this newborn baby. And I wasn't sure what I need to do. I I felt like I'm I'm kind of slowly dying. Mm-hmm. That is all the sad response happened. Yes, and, and at the same time, the responsibility is so heavy that I can't just let go. Exactly. And then one day I talked to another dad and, and a mentor, and, and he just told me that um, he observed many other parents, um, and he noticed that those who sacrifice themselves for their children later on in, in life become very unhappy. Oh. Mm-hmm. And for those who still somewhat figure out a way to invest in themselves and do things that they enjoy, um, will eventually spill over to their children. What that means is the children later on pick up the hobby or the passion or the things that no. that, that they, they like, right? And then join them together. And I'm like, yeah, 
that make a lot of sense. And so that's why, so, so that's in a way explain why I got into running, why I got into pursuing, um, you know, something that, that I'm, I'm passionate about because I realized that only when I invest in myself and when I grow, then I can then pass it down to, to my, to my son. Yes. What is basically what we say before. So take time for yourself, take care of yourself. If you don't do this, it's very hard because you say the responsibility are mm -hmm. heavy and heavy, bigger and bigger, yeah. and you're still the same person. So you need to manage. Yeah. As you say, now you have much more things in your hand, but you need to take mm -hmm. decision pretty quick compared before, mm. say, before you can say, okay, we're tired tomorrow. No, if today with the kids, you have five minutes. Those five minutes are gold. So you must use it in the maximum way you can. If you need for yourself, keep it. If you need to do something else, do it. That's right. That's right. And I think it takes a bit of a redesign course. Uh, work, right? Um, and I think at the end of the day, it's really about being honest with you and then your spouse about what's important to you and work together to, you know, sort things out. So I'm, I'm very thankful to have a very supportive wife. Um, she's a great mother and, uh, it's such a blessing to, you know, to parent together, um, and, uh, I mean, I'm here talking to you, right, as, as a dad, but I have to give credit to my wife for her sacrifice, for her dedication, and also for her understanding, especially, um, when I told her that I, I want to start running on a regular basis because it really helped me and also she support me and some, some days that she really had to, you know, wake up early and then spend time with Phil on her own because we, we don't have family support here, right? So it's just between two of us. Right. So when I'm out, um, she would then uh, take, take up the, the hard work. But then some days, that's why I bring my son out, right? So that she can have a bit of me time. So again, it's, 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 it's a lot of uh, experimentation and trying different things. Yeah. And every time we're able to figure out their own way, I would say. Yes, yes, yeah. We we do the fatherly edition because we cannot do the fatherly edition if we were without our wife, our partner. So we're lucky enough that somebody pick up us and then we have a good life because we have them and lucky enough we have even our children. So, but thanks mm -hmm. to the mom. So, of course, this, they are on top of everything and behind everything, whatever we yeah. can say. Yeah. They do. They know we don't match as men that much, but the inner force of us actually are they and them, them pushing us. Mm -hmm. So do you have any final suggestion for the new dads or somebody is about to be a daddy? Something you want to say? Um, I think becoming a father is definitely the biggest life event and the beginning of an amazing journey. Um, there's a lot of hard work 
It's a lot of sacrifice, but it's worth it. And if I have one thing to say to the new dad, I would say embrace the journey, be open to learning, open to reinventing yourself. And being a father would definitely push you to become a better person if you choose to. And so choose wisely and, and choose to show up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us your experience, very intimate experience. And um, I'm sure many of us can rely on some of those uh, experience. And um, it's good because most of the things you you pick up are not things that we usually have a chat, no? Uh, especially as a man, usually our chat is about business, how your business works. Mm -hmm. But we decide mm -hmm. to bring on public, private life. And then I appreciate mm -hmm. you for sharing such a very personal point of view with us. Thank you again. Uh Thank you, Tommaso. I think you are doing a wonderful work right, in making space and time for fathers to reflect, to share, to come together, and to have a voice. Right? I, I love that vision. And uh, keep going. And uh, yeah, hope to collab with you in other projects as well. Thank you. Thank you again. Bye. See you. Hi, thanks for listening to the Fatherly Edition. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow Tommaso Maggio on LinkedIn or subscribe to the Fatherly Edition podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you gain your podcasts.